The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com and gtrodandreel.com your one stop for all your ice fishing needs and musky fishing needs that's gtrodandreel.com follow me This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. On this week's show, we're going to have, I think, really a lot of fun. (laughs) This is Chauncey once again, everybody. And um, we're going to have our outdoor man, of all things and knowledge in nature. That's right. Stan Tequila is coming on from Nature Smart. Uh, that's naturesmart.com. And he's going to be coming on the program and, and he's going to be educating us, educating us, as they say on the south side of Chicago, uh, on the great horned owl. And about eh, maybe once a month, once every two months, Stan's going to come on. And we're going to talk about some other little neat thing in nature that he's either seen, videotaped, uh, recorded audio or whatever but stan is truly a renaissance man of the outdoors you will love what he says and when you listen to him you're going to learn it's just that simple and uh, once again a lot of interesting facts on the great horn now we're going to cover with him and things like that then part of the chauncey's great outdoors medical team is coming on that's right dr mark Horancic. um he's part of our medical team our fishing team and keeps this old system working trust me it takes a it takes a pretty big team and it's growing every day to keep this uh, project working going forward but uh, he's going to tell us about his unbelievable steelhead fishing trip that he had on the muskegon river um his if you want to see the fish that he caught you go to facebook slash chauncey's great outdoors watch our video fishing report that i was doing the report when he sent me that fish so i had to use it i mean you know it was it's just a beautiful steelhead. And he's going to talk to us about all the neat things that they did and how they caught these fish. And then we're going to have, guess what? The most important segment of our show. <laughs> yes, the Aiden Fishing Report. Things are opening up out there, so I'm thinking he, we might get a little bit better report from him. I mean, last week was kind of on the side, t- as they say, the tin side. A little bit on the thin side. He didn't have a whole lot to say. And then we're going to have some outdoor news and some other fishing reports, we hope, on what's going on around the area. Okay? So I want you to kick back. Uh, Remember to tell all your friends to listen to our program. Uh, They can download it for free at the ESPN Chicago app 
on their favorite app store, boom, and they can listen to the podcast anytime they want. There's no if, buts, or, and ors. Or you can go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors for more information about the outdoors and our video fishing report and different things from around the Midwest that will just be part of uh, something for you to enjoy in the great outdoors. Okay, remember all of that. Uh, we want to bring up something that uh, I, I'm just the Chicago lakefront. The city of Chicago is putting meters in Montrose Harbor area. Now they're not doing it north of Montrose, so there's still. But it's just that the Montrose area has always drawn a lot of fishermen and stuff like that. Um, check out a lot of the things that you're seeing on Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors if you want to read about it. If you like to voice your opinion. You can do that, too. Uh, and, you know, there's ways that are in the newspaper articles about that. But uh, as I always like to say, Daniel Burnham had a great concept to keep our lakefront open for the public to enjoy. And there's a lot of people who would even have a hard time paying the park a car someplace for their family to enjoy the great outdoors. So check out all that information on Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. A couple of articles that were uh, printed in some of the local newspapers. Okay. Well, I tell you what, sit down, kick back, pour yourself that cup of coffee, or if you're having lunch and listening to us on the podcast, pour yourself another uh, sody pop, as we say in Chicago. Pour yourself another pop. Okay, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, your Lund and Lowe Superstar, have once again been awarded the prestigious Mercury CSI Award for customer service above all other dealers in the area for the seventh year in a row. Waterworks also has a full showroom of Lund and Lowe fishing boats, along with beautiful pontoon boats, all powered by Mercury Outboards, and waiting for you to add your boating fun to them. So with boats and pontoons from the factory being delivered, all with Mercury Outboards, pick out your boat at waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey said the call. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, 
all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat and eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708 798 9700. Hey, Smitty! Let's fish it! Listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And on the phone with me right now to the the master magician of nature and the encyclopedia of everything that is outside your front door, Mr. Stan Tequila. How are you doing, Stan? Doing good, Chauncey. Doing really good. Thanks for having me. Stan, We I love having you on. The audience loves having you on because they learn more about you and what is out there. there my, my friend Jim said that you know a few weeks ago he had a great horned owl screaming outside his window. Yeah. I said, did you cut the tree down? <laughs> What's yeah, going on? Great horned owls are... Yeah, great horned owls are uh, probably one of the most common owls we have across North America. Uh, they're a fairly large owl, uh, and they're called a great horned because they have two tufts of 
feathers on top of their heads that look like horns. So clearly they, they don't actually have horns. Uh, they have tufts of feathers on mm-hmm. there. Um, which, by the way, a lot of people automatically think that those tufts of feathers on top of their heads uh, that we refer to as horns have something to do with hearing, like has something to do with their ears, mm-hmm. when in fact they actually don't have anything at all to do with uh, their hearing. In fact, they, the current uh, kind of belief, if you will, of uh, why about 40% of all the owl species in the world have some kind of tufts on top of their heads. Mm-hmm. So that's nearly half, you know. Uh, they think the reason why they have that is because uh, to blend in during the daytime. It breaks up their outline, and it looks more like branches and things like that. So when they're sleeping during the day, uh, and they, they kind of uh, blend in more to their environment, uh, so to speak. So that's kind of an interesting thought. That's the latest um, kind of thoughts behind why they have it. Because, you know, we can't just sit down and interview these owls and go, all right, tell me, I need to know, <laughs> why do you got those <laughs> feather tops on top of your head, you know? Yeah. It'd be great to do that. Yeah, they're not going to talk to you about that. But they're they're making all these calls and screaming and doing everything like that because it's mating season? It's mating season, yeah. It may look cold and snowy and wet and dark and all that outside, but it is definitely the mating season. Usually great horn owls start to uh, court in January. Uh, They're nesting usually by February or March. And uh, which means the female is sitting on anywhere from one to four eggs. And, um, uh, and, and so this is the time of year where they tend to be very, very vocal. Uh, starting in January, they start calling each other back and forth. And then by February, they've picked out a nest site. And uh, by March, they're uh, on eggs and, uh, and incubating. So they're the earliest nesting bird in just about any place in uh, uh, in the United States. Hmm. Uh, what's really interesting is the great horn owls are nesting in far north regions uh, like Minnesota and northern Wisconsin and northern Michigan uh, at this time of year, and they are also nesting at the same time in Florida, too. So it's kind of neat that they're one of the very first uh, nesting birds here. So that's why they're very, very vocal at this time of year. Once they get down to incubating, then they start then they stop calling. Then they're quiet at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, great horn owls do not build a nest either. They uh, take over uh, an existing nest. So it may be a red-tailed hawk. It may be a great blue heron nest. It may be the, an old world nest that it kind of takes over. Uh, a variety of things that it'll uh, use to uh, make a nest. But they don't bring in any nesting material. It might be a broken-off uh, branch or a a tree that has been broken off halfway up and they nest in the top of it, uh, that type of thing. But that's uh, uh, typical of owls. I, I'm unaware of any owl species that brings in any nesting material uh, whatsoever for any of their nests. That, that's, that's an interesting thing to know. I, I didn't realize that. But when they're nesting now, and how long do they incubate on the eggs? About 31 to 33 days or so. Um, what's interesting is that, so they're laying their eggs in February, um, and uh, birds, all birds, can only lay one egg a day, okay? So they'll lay an egg, and then because it's so cold out in February, the female has to immediately start incubating. She has to sit on it. Otherwise, if she left it, it would be, you know, an egg sickle. It'd be frozen mm-hmm. solid, and yeah. it'd be dead. It wouldn't work. So then... 
maybe the next day or maybe 48 hours later, um, she'll lay a second egg and then again a third egg and sometimes up to four eggs. So what that means is the first egg has anywhere from a one to four to six day uh, head start on the other ones. So it will hatch first also, mm-hmm. which explains why when you have young owls in a nest, you have a big one, you know, a slightly smaller one and a slightly smaller one. And then those, then the, what everybody likes to call the runt, which is not the runt. It is actually hatched last. Um, and so you get different ages of, of these birds. Now compare that to say a robin or a blue jay or, you know, uh, uh, just a regular, uh, you know, bird in your yard. Typically what they do is they, you know, they're laying eggs when it's warm out. So they'll lay one egg and then they'll leave. So your mama robin will lay an egg and then she'll leave. The next day she'll come back, she'll lay another egg and then leave. And she'll do this for like five days in a row. When she has all five of her eggs laid, then she sits on it. Then she starts to incubate, which results in all of the baby robins hatching at the same time. This is called synchronous hatching. And uh, then all the babies are at the same age. And you don't get that effect like you get with uh, the owls that are incubating right away. And they have asynchronous hatching and you get that, you know, anywhere from one to five days apart in ages. Stan, how do you get so dang smart? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's well, amazing. This is what I do. This so. is amazing. This is amazing. But now, you know, I would think that, okay, an owl, a great horned owl in Florida, yeah, the baby's hatched. Yeah. There's no snow on the ground. There's nothing, you know, Minnesota, that you can have right. two and a half feet of snow yet on the ground. What are they doing oh, for yeah. food? Because, you know, b- baby owls aren't drinking milk. I hate to say this, folks. They're not drinking milk, <laughs> you know, to survive. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, they're birds. They're not mammals. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah, three big differences. Are they so, just. Uh, I don't know what they're eating. Wintertime is the time of plenty for owls. Wintertime is the time when owls do their best. Uh, they can catch more prey in the wintertime. There's less leaves on the trees. Um, the mice, uh, of, you know, when they come up above the snow, they can, are easily spotted, uh, uh, you know, seen, and they're able to hear them, and they're able to easily catch them. A lot of times, if, the, if there's only a few inches of snow, the uh, mice are under the snow, and the owl is able to punch through that snow and grab them uh, that way, too. So really, winter is the time of plenty for, for owls, and they do very well. So they feed their babies. Um, the babies don't eat until they're about four to five days old. Mm. So the first four or five days, they're actually still living on the yolk from the egg. It's still attached to them. And, uh, and it's inside their bodies. And so they're still feeding their body is nutritional, beginning its nutritional uh, requirements from the yolk. Uh, by the way, if people didn't realize what yolk is, yolk is the food for the developing uh, baby bird in the egg and after the egg. Um, so the, uh, <clears throat> after about five, six days, the parents will start bringing in mice. They will tear up the mice and feed the babies little tiny bits and pieces of the uh, of the small rodents that they've caught uh, for their young. As they age, as they get bigger, the owls will swallow their prey whole. They'll you know take a mm-hmm. a, a mouse or a bowl or a shrew or whatever it is, and they'll just swallow it whole. But when they're young, <laughs> they tear it up for the baby. Yeah, I, I just I was like, wow. 
Because you, I just am like, you know, what are they eating? What are they going for? What are they doing this? And I, and they are designed to find the the mouse running through the snow, actually, or just under the snow. They're that, you know, yeah. nature made them, so that's they're that they're good. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're for. Yep, they're, and they do a good job of it too. Uh, it's estimated, like barn owls. Um, uh, barn owls are not as common as they used to be uh, back in the early 1900s. Barn owls are uh, that's B A R N barn owls. Uh, they are, uh, it's, it's estimated that a single barn owl can eat upwards of like 11,000, uh, mice in one year. So the barn owl is really the farmer's friend mm-hmm. because, um, if it, 11,000 mice in your area and your local farm, that would be, that would be eating a lot of your grain. They'd be eating a lot of your crops and you don't want that. So actually owls are very good to have around. They're great neighbors because they're going to feed on all those small mammals that are causing uh, all sorts of uh, crop destruction. Yeah. And most farmers that I knew, uh, you know, said they, they would never kill a snake or an owl. <laughs> well, you know, that is good you said that because um, I find the prevailing attitude is just the opposite. They try to kill off all the snakes. They try to kill off all the owls. Yeah. And then they wonder why they're having problems with their uh, you know, with overrun with mice, uh, and rats and everything else that's going around. When in fact, if they knew a little bit about it, they would realize that these things having more of an intact ecosystem is going to actually benefit them mm-hmm. as opposed to having it, you know, not. Exactly. So. That, that was some amazing stuff you just told us about the great horned owls. And how long, They're a fascinating bird. how long do they stay in the nest before they kind of fledge out and, you know, stretch their wings and the mother throws them out. <laughs> nice, nice job at using the correct terminology. Hey, Fledging is the word. Thank, thank you. Uh, thank so, you, Dr. Stan. I'm just impressed with myself yeah. on that one. <laughs> yeah. So fledging is the term when the babies leave the nest. Um, so they'll leave the nest and they will, um, at about 30 uh, some days, so about a month after they are hatched. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then they spend anywhere from one to three days on the ground or in the branches nearby the nest. Uh, this is called the branching stage, uh, and they can't fly yet, and they're just hanging out. And um, then they will, uh, uh, at that point, the parents are finding them and then feeding them. And this goes on all spring and most of the summer, and by the end of summer, that's when the parents start cutting off the kids and saying, we're done feeding you. And then that, <laughs> at the end of summer, that's when you hear all the chatter. That's when you hear all the calling. It's all the babies screaming and hollering for their parents to feed them. And the parents are going, look, mom and dad, I got to get busy with new babies. You're on your own. Go for it. And, yeah. and, and that's a big time uh, for these owls. Yeah, you're out of the basement. Go find a job. Exactly. (laughs) You're out of the basement. Go find a job. Stan, I I can't even thank you. Every time you come on, I I and all of my listeners learn more than we could have ever thought of when you started talking. Thank you so much, as always. Well, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity, Chauncey. I think uh, if people uh, were interested in this type of stuff, they can seek out uh, things. Go to my website at naturesmart.com. I got a lot of books out there. I've written over 200 books, and people can. Uh, get any of my books and uh, learn about this stuff themselves. The best mushroom books I've ever seen 
were done by Stan. So naturesmart.com, check it out, order the books, and become a picker just like I am. (laughs) Sounds good, Chauncey. All right, buddy, take care. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, your Lund and Lowe Superstore, have once again been awarded the prestigious Mercury CSI Award for customer service above all other dealers in the area for the seventh year in a row. Waterworks also has a full showroom of Lund and Lowe fishing boats along with beautiful pontoon boats, all powered by Mercury Outboards and waiting for you to add your boating fun to them. So with boats and pontoons from the factory being delivered, all with Mercury Outboards, pick out your boat at waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey said the call. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, Whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now. 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. It's the biggest biz and fishing lures that all the pros know. It's BizBaits. BizBaits are soft plastic lures that are individually handcrafted and scented with their special jackum juice that just jacks the bass to strike. BizBaits are made for bass fishermen by bass anglers, not someone sitting behind a desk. So go to bizbaits.com and order the best soft plastic baits on the market for yourself or as a gift for maybe your fishing buddy. Get them at bizbaits.com, my favorite soft plastic bait. Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Firestick TV. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark, and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. GTRodandReel.com is the place all musky anglers are talking about for the largest selection of all your musky lure needs. From the top names in glide baits, crank baits, jointed topwater baits, rattling baits, diver baits, and more, all shipped to your door. Our best selling Easy Clip Shark Wire Leaders, along with fluorocarbon and solid wire leaders, can be purchased by going to Easy Clip Leader on eBay for show discounts and free shipping on leaders. 
You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Somebody say hey! This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And on the phone with me right now, I've got part of the Chauncey's Great Outdoors medical team and fishing team, (laughs) Uh, Dr. Mark Horancic. How are you, buddy? Hey, great, Chauncey. Just got back from Nuego, Michigan, fishing on the Muskegon River. That's what I wanted to ask you. How far up did you, if you're at Nuego, you were, you were at the, what, the, the, the dam there and below. Yeah, no, uh, Michigan 37 crosses the river. We didn't go quite all the way up to the dam. We went up towards the dam um and then down from the dam we went about six miles up and about six miles down now and we're we're talking this was roughly about a three and a half four hour ride from chicago correct yeah it's only three and a half hours up to nuego from uh from uh, brookfield here mm-hmm. and this is the time of the year because i used to live near the muskegon and the white river and all of that stuff and this is the time of the year when those beautiful, colored, fat, rainbow things that are shaped like a torpedo come running up the river, aren't they? Yeah, the uh, rainbow trout, they call them steelhead when they come up from Lake Michigan. They're, uh, the females were all loaded with eggs, and so they're coming up the river to spawn. And the water was about 35, and they say they start spawning at about 40. 35 it was? Yeah, the water was 35. Mm -hmm. Now, the the air was 22 degrees and windy with an 8-degree wind chill. So this kind of fishing isn't for the the (sighs) cold-hearted. But the pictures, as a matter of fact, Dr. Mark here is our Sportsman of the Week on our video fishing (laughs) report on Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors uh, because... He sends me this photo when I was doing it, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> it looked like it was a great trip. Yeah, it was a great trip. We got we got some awesome fish. Um, the fish ranged between 24 and 36 inches, somewhere around 8 to 13, 14 pounds. And, uh, you know, they're beautifully colored fish. They, they just fight like a, a railroad train. You get them up to the boat. They take one look at you. They head out for another run. Uh, it's it's challenging to, to land them. We we probably hooked twice as many as we landed, but the, the, there were four of us up there. We uh, landed thirteen. We probably hooked about twenty. Now, one of the things about steelhead fishing is, yes, there are rainbow trout, and a lot of people think, okay, the rainbow trout—that's what we go to put and catch, and you know, here in the forest preserves and throughout Illinois, or, you know, you're catching these fish that are about eight, 10 inches long. 
These fish have been fighting and working hard, living in the big pond known as Lake Michigan, and they are muscle-bound, aggressive fish. And when you hook one, it's nothing for them to just scream the reel, right? Oh, they pull they pull the uh, uh, drag out real fast. Um, you you can't muscle horse these guys in. You got to tire them out a bit. Um, we're fishing from boats. And um, uh, so they, uh, the the uh, the guide with us pull, pulls up the anchor when you hook one. So at least you're not fighting the current and the fish. You're mm-hmm. fighting just the fish. Oh yeah, and I mean it, it, this is this is so cool because you're fighting the fish on his turf. You're not fighting him on on your turf. You're fighting him on his turf. So if he rips out, you know, seventy five hundred yards a line. There's probably a bend in the river. There's probably trees in the river. There's probably oh, stumps and rocks. Yes. There's all, and I mean, they know it. The river, they, you know, these fish know it, and they, they are going to do everything in their power to get off. And it, it is really a, a fight to the finish. And besides that, steelhead are aerobatic fiction. Oh yes, yes, they they jump two, three, four times. Um... Yeah, I lost one, broke the leader on a jump, but, but uh, uh, I mean, we had really good equipment with the guides and uh, mm-hmm. didn't lose too many that way. No, no, you didn't. And, you know, but see, the, the fish, they put up that fight, they go ripping down the thing, and as far down as they go downriver, they may come and run back upriver, right? Yeah, that river is really moving. To see them swimming upstream against that current at such a fast rate is, is really something, and they're... They're um, extremely strong swimmers, boy. Did you ever get two or more fish on at one time? Yes, we had two fish on at one time. Oh. Yeah, because they, they tend to concentrate in the deeper holes. And so sometimes it's, it, we're two, two guys are fishing per boat mm-hmm. and um, using bait casting reels. We cast, we cast the, uh, the lure, which is, which is a, a, a bead that looks like a, a salmon egg, into the, into the hole and then let it drift down with the reel in in free spooling so that it matches exactly the current drift and then if if you get a a hole with two or three fish in it you can get two on at once cool now you just said a bead now is this a plastic bead what color it's it's basically a plastic salmon egg looks like the salmon eggs you get out of the jars but Mm -hmm. the, the the guides find that the uh the beads are a little bigger a little brighter they work just as well or better than than spawn huh Okay. Now, are they are these beads set up above the hook or very unusual way of fishing? I I don't do it anywhere else. But the the bead is about four inches above the hook, and it's a small octopus hook. And so the idea is is when the fish grabs it, the float goes down, and you immediately got to set that hook. And so the beads in the fish's mouth, and you tend to hook them on the outside of the mouth with this hook when you give it a real a real uh, strong Oh, so they're actually grabbing that bead, and that hook is just a couple inches. The hook is still outside of their mouth, yeah. Right, the hook is outside of their mouth. You've got it, right. You've got to pull it in, and then you generally hook them on the outside of the mouth. And then they're screaming and yelling on the boat. And then the fight begins. (laughs) And there's lots of screaming and yelling on the boat. (laughs) Um, Yeah, these these are uh, 
beautiful fish if you can see him on that uh mm-hmm. uh, yeah we're on the facebook photos there oh yeah how big was that one that you had the measuring tape on uh that was about 32 inches i was i had my measuring tape out the, the michigan dnr has a master angler program and if you can get a good picture with the ruler in it of the length of the fish each species has a certain size you can get a master angler uh certificate and 32 inches is the cutoff for a steelhead and you caught one that was 32 inches long Yes, yes. And you didn't have to stretch it either. <laughs> no, no. Uh, were you seeing other people using other baits out there? Yeah. Now, the um, uh, the fish were eating stonefly larvae. Uh, you know, they, they cough some up when you, when you catch them. And um, so we put on some stonefly larvae flies, um, but we only, got, we only got one hit on the stonefly flies. They really were preferring the, the plastic beads. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, some other fishermen were using spawn bags, but um, this is a catch and release um, guide, and and so the uh, artificials you can do a little better with the release. Yeah, because if they if you're using a spawn sack, which is uh, nothing more than a, a, a nylon mesh that's got a few salmon eggs in it, and uh, a lot of times they're scented because there's salmon eggs in it, and you're putting that hook actually through the netting of that salmon egg, and the fish are grabbing that and woofing it down, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they, they're more likely to swallow a, a, a more natural bait than an artificial one. Mm-hmm. But this way, because they're grabbing the bead and there's a couple inches there, you're able to hook them on the side of the mouth and the, the catch and release because these fish can live a number of years and you're releasing them and throwing them back and, you know, maybe somebody else will catch them and have having a great time. One question about who's your guide on that trip? Oh, John Colehouse. He's uh, he's an outfitter out of uh, Nuevo, Michigan. There at um, RiversbendGuideService.com. dot uh, com. Great, great guide. Funny guy. Knows the river up, mm-hmm. up down, and sideways. Now, um, the question I had for you about his boat. Uh, some of the boats that that I've seen out on the Muskegon and the Pine and the Manistee River, they've got little. Uh, Areas to get out of the wind. Does his boat have that? No, this one. This one's wide open. Um, for this method of fishing, you really, you know, we're using ten, eleven foot rods, and you really have to move around um, uh, when you get when you get one. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you couldn't really. It's 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 set up to either do um, fly fishing off of, and so there's platforms at the front and back to stand. And um, no, nah, there's really no cabin on this one. Well, that's, I mean, that's okay, because, yeah. as you said, you're using the long rods, and I know this guy's got top-quality gear, and uh, you're, you're fighting these fish and, and everything else. Uh, it's just, it's such a fun, yes, you have to dress for the weather, folks. <laughs> this is Michigan, and trust me, uh, I know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, I had my minus 40 insulated boots, a, a fur bomber hat, hand warmers, yes. It definitely gets cold. Yeah, I, th- I thought you were Elmer Fudd for a second there when I saw the first photo. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how many layers has Doc got on him? But, you know, you're staying warm, and when you catch a fish, who cares? Because you know you're ca- you're having a fun time. Um, oh, the- you warm up real fast then. Did you see other boats on the river catching fish? Well, you know, it was pretty cold and windy, so there were very few other boats out, which in a way was nice, but cold and windy is is uh, challenging. Yeah. Um, and we saw more wildlife than other boats. Well, that's 
what else did you see on the river? I'm kind of curious now. <laughs> Bald eagles, oh, deer, yes, uh, wood ducks, mm-hmm. uh, every which variety of woodpeckers, oh, uh, cool. turkeys, uh, robins, mm-hmm. cardinals, chickadees, deer. Um, yeah, when you're when you're quiet there fishing, the uh, animals continue their lives along the bank there, and uh, you don't disturb them much. No, and and when you're fishing the yeah, when you're fishing the Muskegon River, and really that that river's got such a huge history of logging, and uh, you know, trust me, in that river on the bottom are probably thousands, and you could put a big S at the end of that, old logging logs that are stuck in the muck of the sand, and and places for those fish to pull out of the current and get a little break and wait for their meal to bounce past them. One of Doc's, you know, Doc Mark's little beaded hooks there flying past them to to hook into them. But, I mean, it, it's such a historic river. Uh, it's not just, a, yes, it's a beautiful river, but it's such a historic river. And uh, it's really not that far away. That's the killer. It's not that far away from where we're at. Yeah, not much traffic this time of year either. No. No. Yeah, you know, last year we had to cancel for COVID, so we were uh, thrilled to be able to go this year. And our group was all vaccinated, so we uh, we had a safe time too. Well, that's cool too. Any other fish you guys picked up when you were out fishing, or no? Uh, yeah, we got some small trout and a brown trout. Ooh, a brownie! Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what was the biggest fish on, of the trip? Um. Well, we didn't measure that one, but it was about the biggest one was about fourteen pounds. My, my guess was it probably about thirty six inches. Ooh, ooh, that's a lot of fish. That's a lot of steelhead. And these fish will reproduce naturally in the river. And the the, the um, not I can't remember if this. I don't think Michigan was planting steelhead this year, but I do know they're doing a heavy plant on uh, you know king salmon and and other species. Um, and, and once again, it was because of COVID last year, you know, they weren't able to get the eggs. Uh, but this is such a cool trip. And once again, it's not that far from Chicago. Um, you know, if you want to mention the guide's name again, you're more than welcome to. Yeah. John Colehouse. Great, great guy. And it it was riversbendguideservice.com. Rivers. You can see tons of pictures. Yeah, Rivers Bend. Okay. And I know this wasn't the first time Doc Mark goes out there and did that, but, I mean, he is a, re- he's a, a fisherman, a hunter, a bird watcher. Uh, he, he does so much in the outdoors, you would be shocked. <laughs> and, I love every minute of it. And, and all I can say, Doc, is um, I'm well on the men's, and I'm, I can't wait for this year to kick in so we can go out and have some fun. Okay. Can't wait myself. Uh, good. All right. Once again, uh, if you want to see pictures of the salmon, the, the steelhead he caught, just go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and uh, you can see that in our video fishing report, and like I said, just gorgeous fish. There, there is, when you catch a steelhead, you need to put a big gold star on your report card. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> all right, Mark? All right. Thanks. All right. A lot, Chauncey. See you in the outdoors. See you in the outdoors, my friend. Take care of that dog for this fall. Oh, he's doing great. <laughs> okay. Right. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors.
Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, your Lund and Lowe Superstar, have once again been awarded the prestigious Mercury CSI Award for customer service above all other dealers in the area for the seventh year in a row. Waterworks also has a full showroom of Lund and Lowe fishing boats, along with beautiful pontoon boats, all powered by Mercury Outboards, and waiting for you to add your boating fun to them. So with boats and pontoons from the factory being delivered, all with Mercury Outboards, pick out your boat at waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey said the call. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Firestick TV. What's the biggest biz in fishing lures that all the pros know? It's biz baits. Biz baits are soft plastic lures that are individually handcrafted and scented with their special jackum juice that just jacks the bass to strike. Biz baits are made for bass fishermen by bass anglers, not someone sitting behind a desk. So go to bizbaits.com and order the best soft plastic baits on the market for yourself or as a gift for maybe your fishing buddy. Get them at bizbaits.com, my favorite soft plastic bait. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! 
GTRodandReel.com is the place all muskie anglers are talking about for the largest selection of all your muskie lure needs. From the top names in glide baits, crankbaits, jointed topwater baits, rattling baits, diver baits, and more, all shipped to your door. Our best-selling EasyClip shark wire leaders, along with fluorocarbon and solid wire leaders, can be purchased by going to EasyClip Leader on eBay for show discounts and free shipping on leaders. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com and gtrodandreel.com your one stop for all your ice fishing needs and musky fishing needs that's gtrodandreel.com this segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. you feel fresh as a lemonade. Setting in the shade. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Whistling like a fool. What a fine day to take a stroll and wander by the fishing hole. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. It's going to be a little crisp weekend, but it's going to be no rain. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a perfect take a walk, take a hike, take a bike ride, take a ride in your car, just take a ride in the countryside. I think you're going to enjoy this weekend because it really is something special that we haven't seen for a while. Okay. Um, let's get into the important stuff. <laughs> the Aiden Fishing Report, sponsored by our friends at Waterworks and Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Hey, Grandpa, thanks for the stuff. It was like Christmas again. I sent him a box of goodies, okay? <laughs> Dad, Sis, and I went to see the Grand River near Grand Rapids, and I was glad we had our high boots on because it was really wet and muddy by the shore. We saw the guys catching a bunch of steelhead up near the 6th Street Dam. Guys are using spawn bags and beads or floating a jig with a waxworm under a bobber. The Rogue River is starting to get some fresh fish, so I'm excited. We're going to go there sometime during the week and see if we can catch a steelhead. Roger's dad fished the Muskegon River, and water levels are up a little bit after a bunch of snow melting, but fishermen are trying for steelhead, and we're drifting spawn and waxworms or trying fly fishing. He also saw people using a single plastic bead 
in red or yellow color, and they did very well hooking some big steelhead that were jumping out of the water. That sounds like a lot of fun. I want to try that. Thanks for the goodie box, Papa. It's of the stuff that you sent. I looked through it for a long time and read the back of every lure you sent. Thank you. Love you bunches. Your fishing magician, <laughs> your fishing magician grandson, Aiden. Oh, now he's a fishing magician. And this fishing, Aiden Fishing Report is sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Check them out, 708-798-9700. Great place to go. Let's talk fishing. First of all, April 1st, those opening a smelt season. If you want to see the rules, they're on Chauncey's. Uh, Great Outdoors Facebook page. We've got the two cards from the Park District that you can read all the rules about smelt fishing. Now all we have to do is find some smelt. Um, anglers have returned to the lakefront, but not midweek because it was ugly on Thursday. Uh, but after everything settles down, let's look to 87th Street on the south side for some perch. Uh, up into the Calumet River might be a little bit better. Um, harbors north of Chicago did give up a couple of perch before the wind blew from the east. Some pike came out of Diversity and Montrose Harbor, and power liners were picking up a few coho, but there's definitely room to improve on them. Henry's Bait on 3130 South Canal Street in Chicago has everything you need for power line fishing. Some are casting small cleos and spoons, and they've been picking up a few fish here and there, but that action should improve. Uh, if you want to buy a Parking pass for the lakefront, which I would highly advise. Uh, there are certain parking lots we can, you know, stay at. Uh, you can pick them up at Henry's also. Two Hot Dog Joey said the water is going to be really dirty from this east blow. Uh, but he says after it settles down, the weekend could be very good for coho. Everything will be in the top 10 feet. Stay there or just go home. Northwest Indiana, our reporter Tyree Williams said he worked hard around the Gary Light, but not during the midweek storm. Smart boy. He says when it lake settles down, he'll be in the top 12 feet in Indiana waters. Uh, and we should start seeing better fish coming in. Uh, may take a couple of days, but he thinks that on s- Sunday, action should be good. Jointed Rapalas, crankbaits, and thin spoons are what you want to fish with right now. Shore anglers should be doing better when the weather settles down, and that's another good sign. Cook County Forest Preserves. Many lakes are open. Anglers are casting uh, golden roaches or big minnows and getting a few bass, but it's what crappies you ought to be looking at. Tampier, Bussy, Maple Lake, all reported action on uh, minnows and small white jigs or chartreuse jigs. Crappie action should be on in the, the northern sun-drenched side of the islands, that's where you want to stay. Trout season is uh, going to be opening April 7th in Cook County Forest Preserves, while the rest of Illinois inland trout fishing should be opening maybe April 3rd, but you better check with the local authorities so you don't get into a lot of trouble. Okay, members of the Blarney Bassmasters said that they put away the ice fishing gear and it's crappie time on the chain. Fisher around many locations, and they were getting them on small white jigs, uh, fishing numerous spots. It's all they kept saying, numerous, numerous spots. Walleye are so-so on large fatheads or roaches on slip bobbers, uh, fish near current locations, which means you're sitting pretty much on a bridge uh, or near the bridge areas. That's a good spot. Our buddies at Ren Lake report 
uh, from our friends at Ren Lake Area Tourism. Enjoy RenLake.com. The thunder, thunderstorms midweek will be going uh, out of that area, and action should improve. Look for those crappie in 9 to 12 foot of water. It's been 60 to 68 degrees during the day down there before this big front came through, so action should go very well. Uh, go to enjoyrenlake.com to plan that next trip. Remember, a little bit of heaven at exit 77. Braidwood Lake. Boaters took more bass and shore anglers did, but the shore anglers took bluegills, catfish, and a few bass. So that looks like an even deal to me uh, at Braidwood Lake. LaSalle Lake opened. Shore anglers took some catfish and a mixed bag of other fish. Didn't hear much from any of my buddies that were out there in a boat, so I'm not sure if they did well or not. I think they did. They're just being quiet. Wolf River, my friend Derek said he went crappie and bluegill fishing, anchored the boat, and caught walleye. <laughs> so I guess he went walleye fishing. So that's a good idea to do. Hayward, Wisconsin, crappie action is good to very good right now. All day action. Remember, game fish are not, you know, it's closed for a while yet, but the crappie are in 12 to 28 feet of water, and you're doing extremely well for them along with some bluegill activities with all small spoons and uh, those ice jigs that you can pick up i call them bluegill jigs from gt rod and reel lake shelbyville crappie are doing very well and spawning white chartreuse jigs best to work with and remember wait till about sunny because they they get a lot of rain and big storms down there too Oh, okay. Hey, let's not forget before uh, Rick Stigelzi from is going to be at Anglers International from Iowa at uh, twelve seventy two East Dundee Road in Palatine. And with every Iowa Tatula reel you buy, he's going to give you a free T-shirt with the purchase. Sounds good. And I like to leave you with a Native American proverb. This one comes from the Lakota Nation. We all come from the same root, but the leaves are all different. We all come from the same root, but all the leaves are different. That's right. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we're going to catch. We're really barring it all from our children's children's children. Remember, be careful in the great outdoors, and we'll see you when? Next week, right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors from 6 to 7 a.m. And don't forget... Go check out our Facebook page at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Like us on that page and get all the information on the great outdoors for across the country. Take care, everybody. Have a lot of fun.